Hello everyone and welcome to the Grace to Grow podcast. Today we have a lot to talk about. I feel like I haven't actually sat down in a moment and just like actually talked about things. Like I feel like I feel like life has been so busy recently that I haven't had a moment to just actually like pause and like really think about life. And so that's what I'm hoping to do today. Um, I have homework that I want to do eventually, but I'm not currently feeling like the motivation to do it. Like I, I know there's motivation in here and it's going to get done and I'm going to do it, but I don't necessarily feel it right now. And so I was like, you know what, let me go ahead and like, let me do this for a second, get some stuff off my brain. And then I'm going to like, yeah, just go from there, go from there. And so basically the first thing I want to do is start out in prayer and then I'll go throughout kind of my week so far and how every day has played out. So let's get started. Dear Lord, thank you for bringing us here today and allowing us to experience another great day that you have made. God, we thank you for your faithfulness and for your love and we appreciate everything that you do for us in Jesus name. Amen. Um, so yeah, okay. So basically... A lot has been going on, but then also not a lot at the same time. And recently, I've been discovering that I'm doing too much (laughs) because like, I don't know. I just have like a huge amount of things that I want to do all the time. And I'm starting to find that like it's starting to wear me down and get me extremely exhausted to the point where I don't have the energy to do the things that I need to do. And so then it's like impacting kind of the rest of my week and so this week actually started out like very strong like very strong and it's like literally what today's Wednesday and it's still strong it's not like it's not like I'm tumbling down in a spiral right now but I can see it becoming a spiral if I don't address it now and so basically on Monday so Mondays are my Sabbath right and so I remember hearing a sermon where or like a podcast that my friend was showing me where basically they were saying like your sabbath should not be used as a day to just relax and do what you want to do it's not like a self-care day it's a day where you're supposed to be doing the business of god and so i was like very convicted by that not that i do self-care on sabbath but i did start choosing what i wanted to do so i would say oh i want to do this i want to do that i want to you know what i mean and i would be doing what i wanted to do on my sabbath as opposed to doing what god wanted me to do on my sabbath and so this monday for my sabbath i woke up in the morning and i prayed and mondays are the days that i try to pray for myself so i prayed for myself and part of me wanted to start recounting all of the terrible things that were happening because this past week oh my gosh my head was in the gutter this past week like it felt like my head was underwater like I couldn't like come back up for air and it like it was just because of like personal things like personal decisions and like like just some spiritual battles and things of that nature um and then feeling like this inner turmoil but then also on top of that all the other external things that contributed to that internal turmoil as well things like stress and anxiety and all of that stuff like that even depression um like all of that kind of just compiling and compiling throughout last week as things were very unclear excuse me as things were very unclear and like all that stuff like that and I'll like get to my professors and stuff like that 
later on because that's something that has been resurfacing recently a lot and I'm just like not here for it but things are getting better and so nonetheless all of that compiling into like just a, a really rough week for me it wasn't bad it was just rough like it was like ooh. and so on Monday it just felt like a refreshment to like get up and, and pray and so I was praying at first and like at first I was kind of just recounting everything that had happened and how I was like God I feel like this I feel like that I feel like blah 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 blah, blah. I feel terrible I feel blah and I was just going through all of that and then the Holy Spirit like hit me upside the head and basically reminded me not to focus all the time on what's going wrong but focus on God and so I just started listing off characteristics of God and I was like thank you Lord for being a provider for being a protector for like I was just going through and listing all these things about God that I loved about him and then I started going through and thinking about things that I could be thankful for and I was like yeah this this past week was really rough but thank you that I was even able to go through it that I was able to endure it that I started going through and listing all these things that I was thankful for and so it was like the most encouraging prayer that I I really needed to hear at that time and recently my Sabbaths have been such a blessing. Like before, I didn't think I, I did a Sabbath every Thursday, but I really didn't feel the need for it. Like I felt that it was necessary and I knew I wanted to do it, but it it didn't always feel like, oh my gosh, I really needed that. And yo, every Monday since I've started school, my Sabbath has been like, I'm literally clinging to it because it's the only day that I really get to rest and be with God and be like like rejuvenated like I'm, I'm not even joking guys my week will be so rough I go on Monday to do my Sabbath bam I feel like reinvigorated for the week it's like so crazy but that's that's the power of the Sabbath and so like as I've been doing it it just each week it's exactly what I need to fill me up to get through the rest of this week and God is just he's such a great provider that he does it like that you know what I'm saying like he's such a great provider that each week he provides you with what you need and so this week I needed to be reminded of the things to be thankful for I needed to be reminded to have joy and not be just constantly recounting things that are going wrong and so after praying and all that stuff like that I started singing to God right and then I made up this song, y'all. It was a good song, too. It's dropping soon. The album will be dropping soon. Um, <laughs> but I made up this song, and it was like, a, like I'm, I'm not going to sing it over here, but it's a really, like, a song that I've, like, been replaying in my mind, and I've been finding recently, too, that, like, I feel like God really works through me singing. Like, he really encourages me when I sing. And so, as I was writing that song, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is exactly applicable to what I need and so that also was filling me up because now I have this song playing in my mind throughout the week that reminds me basically it's it's this I don't know if you guys have heard of the Veggie Tale song but God is bigger than the boogeyman um and that song is so good but like it's so applicable like God is bigger than the boogeyman he's bigger than Godzilla or the monsters on tv and I like reframed it to fit the the sin struggles that I face and still made it rhyme and everything like that. And so it's just a good reminder that he's bigger than my sin. He's bigger than anything else. And that actually applies to what I was talking about today, too, because I was telling God, I was like, yo, God, you are bigger than any bad thing that happens on earth you're also bigger than any good thing that happens on earth like anything that's good and exciting or joyful like 
God's even bigger than that. And so that was just so encouraging. But like, yeah, so I wrote that song. So basically it's like God is bigger than the boogeyman or like, you know, me implementing and making it personal to me. And then afterward, I wrote these lines where it says, um, protects me, provides for me. He watches over me, Jehovah-Rohi. And Jehovah-Rohi in Hebrew means my shepherd. And I have literally, ever since I've heard that Jehovah-Rohi was like my shepherd, that's been like my go-to phrase because I just love it so much. I love the thought of God as a shepherd because he really is. And so just knowing that he watches over me and that he protects me and he provides for me. But even just that, that phrase watches over me, like a lot of times I feel unseen. I feel like people don't hear me. I feel like no one notices what I do. I feel like people don't um, understand me. Yada, yada, Susan, you know how you go down the whole rabbit trail of like, no one gets me. No one understands me. No one sees me, whatever. When I start feeling those feelings spiraling, hearing that God watches over me, it's like, oh, someone is watching me. Like someone's watching out for me um, and he sees me and he knows me and he hears me. And that's just so, so encouraging. And so, um, yeah, I, I wrote those kind of like lyrics down and I was like, I wrote it to like a little beat and everything. And it was nice. It was nice. And so I was singing that for a little while with God. And then afterward, um, I had this idea of going to the park. And I love the park. I really do. Like going to parks is one of my favorite things. And it makes me wish I was a kid again because it's like acceptable for kids to go to the park. But like as an adult, I don't really know if it's like socially acceptable, but I still did it anyway. And so basically I was like looking up parks that I wanted to go to. And I found this one that I thought was nice. And then I went to go make something to eat. And then I was like wanting to go right then and there, but then I was like, nah, let me wait and like go after I do whatever. So I did something else and then I went to the park. And so as I'm walking in, let me tell you, (laughs) as I'm walking in the park, so I walked in the wrong way because I didn't even know that there was a path to walk on. I walked in the wrong way. And so apparently the water didn't drain from when it rained. And so I had to literally like slosh and trudge through puddles to get to the park. Like my shoes got soaking wet and it was disgusting. My socks were wet. My shoes were wet. It was gross. But anywho, needless to say, I get to the park. And the reason why I went to this park in particular was because they had benches that swing, like, you know, those swinging benches. And so I was sitting on that at first because there was two little kids on the the two little swings that they had. And so I was like, okay, I'll wait till they leave. I'm not going to go over there and be like, when y'all going to get up? (laughs) Because that looks weird. So I was like, no, I'm just going to sit here. So I sat in the bench and I was swinging for a little bit. And I was just sitting there just chilling. Like, I really wasn't thinking about anything in particular. I was like, just looking at the lake that was in front of me. And I was just like, relaxing and having a good moment. And I kept noticing this lady to the left of me out the corner of my eye. I kept seeing this lady and she was just sitting there. She wasn't moving or doing anything. She was just sitting there, but I kept like seeing her and I was like, and I kept feeling every time I looked over like, Oh, I I feel like I need to go talk to her. I feel like I need to go talk to her. But I kept ignoring that feeling because I was like, Oh, I don't really know about that. And so I'm sitting there and then I'm like, okay. Then I I started feeling like I was ready to get up. And so I get up and I start walking in the direction of where the lady was sitting to my left. Um, And I thought there was a trail going back behind like the area where she was sitting and there wasn't like a hiking trail. And so I like walked right past her again. But as soon as I walked past her, I felt this impression like I should talk to her. 
And I was like, oh, that's weird. And so I don't normally feel like impressions to be like, I got to go talk to this person. But that's what I was feeling. I was feeling this impression of like, I need to talk to her. And so then I walk past her again and <laughs> I go over to the swings because I see that the swings are empty. And so I go and I start swinging. And I, I can tell now I was swinging for like 15 minutes straight. Like I, when I tell you I love the swings, I love the swings. I could swing all day. And like, it's not even like a, it's just the kitty swings like that. I love swinging so much. And so I was just swinging and I was going really high and like closing my eyes. That's my favorite thing is to like close my eyes and like swing because it feels like you're flying. It feels like you're in air. I don't know. I like it though. And so I was swinging for a good little while and then I got up and I was about to walk to my car when I feel this impression once again and across my eyelids, I see this word like, please go. And then I see pray for her. And I said, all right. Okay. I said, "Mm." so I start walking over and I walk over to the lady and I'm just starting up a conversation with her, just like a normal kind of cordial conversation. And I'm like, hi, like, you know, do you know if there's any trails back here? She's like, nah, no, there's not really. Those are like houses. I normally don't really walk that way. And she like going through all of that. And then she starts telling me about other places where there's parks and all this stuff like that. And like everything And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. And she's like giving me, she told me to go to like these certain parks that have certain cool hiking trails and everything. She told me she loves going to parks. I was like, cool. We're like having a very like cordial conversation. And then afterward, I was like, okay, well, have a great day. And like, we like, you know, say bye or whatever. And I'm walking to my car. Bam, I get hit with it again. And I literally had to turn around and I had this internal turmoil. Like I kept stepping because I wanted to go back to my car. But then I just like it was so heavy on my heart that I could not like go back to my car. Like I knew if I went back to my car, I would be ignoring. I knew so deeply I would be ignoring the Holy Spirit because I like it was something about that day that I needed to be there in that time, in that moment. And so I went over to her again and it was awkward. awkward and I was like hey I was like I know this might be a little bit awkward but I don't know like I was walking to my car and I just kept feeling this like heavy thing of like I really need to pray for you or like really need to like talk to you and stuff like that and so then she was like oh okay and she was kind of like I was like do you believe in God like would you mind if I pray for you she's like yeah I believe in God and and I wouldn't mind and I was like okay well like how's your relationship with him and she was like well like you know I go to church every now and then I pray every now and then but I haven't really been to church in a while and I was like okay and I was like um, do you like, do you have anything in particular that you want me to pray for or anything like that? And she was like, no, not really. And I was like, okay, well, like, do you want me to pray for anything like strength or like courage or anything like that? She was like, yeah, that sounds fine. And so like, I pray for that and I'm like, just going and like, then we start having a conversation. Right. And then next thing you know, we're sitting in a deep conversation for like 45 minutes. And it was so funny because as we're sitting in the conversation, I was being, I was just listening. Like she was just talking, 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 talking. And not in like a rambling way, but just in a way of like, she would just get stuff off her chest. And I was just sitting there listening because I was soaking everything up. I was like, this is good. (laughs) And as I'm sitting there, I'm listening to her and I'm being very encouraged by what she's saying. And I'll talk about in a little bit what she was saying. But I remember literally saying like, man, that is so good. I really needed to hear that today. And she was like, well, maybe, um, you were the one who needed to talk to me or something like that. Like, cause how I was saying, like, I felt like I needed to pray for her. She was like, well, maybe you were the one that needed to talk to me. And I was like, you know what? You might be right. You might be right. You might be onto something. And so needless to say, she went through talking and everything like that. 
And she was like, you are really easy to talk to and all that stuff like that. And I was like, oh, thank you. I just enjoy listening to people. I really do. And um, it was so funny because she was telling me that she was 35. And I was. she asked me how old I was. I told her I was 19. She said, oh, that's kind of awkward. I feel like I'm talking to my daughter because she actually has a 19-year-old daughter. And I was like, <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, and so, anywho, then we're just talking and stuff like that. And... So basically what she was going through, she was kind of telling me about her life and like her job and what she does and everything like that. And so she's in a lot of like administrative positions. And so she's currently like a manager at one of the veterans hospitals that's right down the street from um, my school. And so she was like talking about all this stuff like that and everything. And she was telling me about how basically like basically let me tell you like the key points that I got from our conversation number one the, one of the key points that I got was to be bold in what I want to do because I was sharing with her about my internship and how I often feel like I can't mess up what's going on and she was like don't feel like that like you you are there and you can she basically told me like do your research find evidence for the reason why you want to change something or do something different and then be bold about that and say, this is what I have. This is what I'm going to do type of thing. She told me how she changed the whole schedule of their thing because everything was like messed up. And so she went in and she changed the whole schedule and stuff like that. After like talking with the necessary people, she like went in and changed their schedule and how it's running more efficiently and everything. And I was just so encouraged listening to her because I was like, I feel like I have that mind too, where like I can see how something could be done better. But sometimes I shy away from that because I'm afraid of like stepping up to the plate. And she just like emboldened me. Like, I, I really think it was the Holy Spirit in that conversation because after that, I just felt this sense of like, you know what? You're right. Like, I can do what I want to do. Not in like a cocky way, but in a way of like, my ideas are valid too. And what I bring to the table is also important. And so I should not be afraid to present that. And anytime I feel insecure about something, if I can find the evidence, if I can find the justification, if I can find the research that backs up why I want to do something, then I feel like that will encourage me and embolden me and give me the confidence that I need to say, this is what I want to do and I'm sticking with it. Even if someone else wants to doubt what I want to do, I have the evidence to back it up. And if I mess up, I mess up. Like if it goes wrong, it just goes wrong. But I don't need to sit here and fret over, oh my gosh, like I want to do this, but like I'm afraid what this person will say. And it just it emboldened me to be like, I don't have to be afraid of what people will say or even think like that's I'm doing me and that's all I can do. And so that talk with lady with that lady was like so encouraging. Like I was like, wow. And I left and I was like and I left and I got my life together. <laughs> no, I left literally that night. I sat down and I went through and I organized all of the things that I need to do, my assignment. So I have this new sheet now that I have like the week. So on the left column is like the week and like what days are included in this week. And then the next column, it's got three different rows. So the top row is to do. The middle row is doing, which is like the things that I'm going to be like events and stuff. I'm going to be doing that day. And then the third row is due. So like that's like my assignments that are due. Or like whatever projects or whatever need to be due. And so I went through for this whole week and I organized everything. I put it in, excuse me, different categories. This time I decided that I'm going to highlight my things when I complete them. 
instead of scratching them off or deleting them because when I see everything that's highlighted it encourages me to be like I really am like doing well because I'm doing um like it looks like it you it shows you how much you've already done so then when you look at your other to-do list you're like well yeah I still have all this to do but like look at how much I've done thus far and so I've, I've been highlighting it so that I don't feel burdened by the continuation of the things I need to do and so that was just so encouraging I went through I did all of that and I was like I'm going to start putting into practice what she said. I'm going to start researching the reasons why. And it's not even like really like I have to do in-depth research for everything. But there's already so many articles and things like that that support my beliefs, support my teaching philosophy, support the reasons why I make decisions for certain things in the classroom. So why not incorporate that into everything that I'm already doing right now? Because that would just make more sense. And I feel like it would make me feel more secure in my decision making instead of, me saying, I want to do these things, but I really don't have a basis from which I want to do these things. And also another thing that was encouraging was that I don't have to do everything in one day. So if I have an idea, I can take time to say, hey, this is an idea that I want to do. I'm going to find like the research or the justification or I'm going to find like the I'm going to organize it in a better way. I'm going to take some time to do that. Like I can tell myself, OK, I could take maybe two weeks to figure out like what I'm going to do for this before I just make a decision to go do it. You know what I mean? Like and then that way, when I present the idea, it's basically like pitching the idea. Like when I present the idea to the people that I work with, rather than being scrambling and being like, oh, I don't really know. Like I like this idea, but I don't really know because like whatever, like expecting them to kind of meet me halfway Either they see the full vision and they're like, yep, uh huh, I agree. Or they see the full vision and they're like, I really don't agree, but I see the full vision. At least they can see why I'm doing what I'm doing. And so I just thought that was interesting. And um, it helped me to be a little bit more bold. And so thus far, I have been asking questions. I like, listen, <laughs> when I tell you I have been asking question after question after question, I really have. And I am not afraid to ask questions. Before, I used to be really afraid to ask questions. But this week, it's something different. It's something different because I literally, I ask probably 10 million questions a day. Every one of my professors that I go into their classrooms for, especially the ones that are unorganized, which I'm going to talk about a little bit later, but especially the ones that are unorganized, I'll be going in their classrooms and I'm like, okay, so what about this? Okay. And I'm not afraid to ask every question. I was even like before, like this week I wanted to, I wanted to try to be nervous and afraid to email the teacher that I work with to ask her certain questions about certain stuff. And then I just said, wait a second she's here for me like she's here to help me why am I afraid to ask her questions and so I went ahead and emailed her and I felt like I was being annoying and I felt like I had too long of a list but I emailed her everything that I needed to tell her and then even the same thing with my supervisor my supervisor didn't want to be clear about everything that she wanted us to do and so I went ahead and I emailed her and I emailed her twice and I felt like I was annoying her and then I said you know what I don't care if I'm annoying her this needs to get done because this is my this is my assignments this is what I need to do and I even commented on one of the google docs that she had because she she has it in a weird way and it wasn't like easy to understand. And so I asked her, I said, hey, do you mind like if we put this in a table? Like if you want me to do it, I got you. I, I even put that out there. I said, I'll do it if you want me to because ain't nothing to it but putting it in a table. But she wanted to be like, oh, no, it's easier for me this way. Girl, can't nobody understand this. Like <laughs> we don't know who's taking up what time slots. It's confusing. But like I'm just finding that like this week I've just been really emboldened to do what needs to be done the way it needs to be done. Um, and not being like cocky about it, still listening and taking advice from people and seeking counsel, but ultimately doing what I feel like is best because yes, I can take counsel from people and all that stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I'm the one that has to enact a lot of these things that I'm deciding. And so if I'm taking advice from everybody, 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 then 
those people aren't going to be there with me when I'm having to enact this, when I'm having to actually do this stuff. And so I was like, you know what? I, I really like that. So that was a really good conversation with her. And I felt like I gained a lot from that conversation. And um, it was just interesting how God just like worked that out to like be like that. Like I've never really done that before. And so that was interesting. Um, and then later on that day, that I mean that night, I like fell back into sin. And then when I went to get up and go to the bathroom, to use the bathroom, right? This used to happen a long time ago where I used to like, not even a long time ago, like a couple months ago. I used to literally be afraid to like go to the bathroom. And like when I flush the toilet, you know how it's like really, really loud, but your room is really quiet because it's nighttime. So I would be afraid now, like plug my ears because like the toilet was so loud. And I was like, oh my God, like you feel like just jittery for no reason. Uh, I don't know why that always like made me feel afraid. But for some reason this summer, whenever I went to this concert and they had prayer after the concert and this lady prayed for me and she prayed that like, that fear would be casted out of me and all stuff like that and like she was like speaking in tongues and all that and I like remember talking about this too but like it was really interesting but since that day I had not been really like afraid afraid like I was before and so then when I was going to the bathroom on Monday night and I was afraid when I heard the toilet flushing I was like okay wait a second and I said uh-uh I said we're not going back to that no and so I walked back out of my room and I prayed and I like told the devil, every demon, whatever, who was, whoever was up in my room. I told him, I said, y'all ain't got to go home, but you can't stay here. I said, y'all gonna have to get out because I am not going to sit here and, and bring upon myself, pick back up that fearfulness that I had before. Like, I feel like when someone, like when you're, when you cast out those things, like cast out fearlessness, cast out anxiety, cast out depression, all that stuff like that. You cast it out, but you can also pick it back up and put it back inside of you. Like you can grab back onto that. And so I felt myself grabbing back onto that because of like, I don't know, just like trying to depend on myself. I felt myself grabbing back onto that. And I said, no, like we're not doing that anymore. And so I stood at the door and I said, y'all, I said, y'all gonna have to go. Y'all gonna have to get out of here. And I was praying and I was saying, I plead the blood of Jesus walking around my room. And then I kept feeling this presence and it was like right in the middle of my room, like not in the middle, but more so like near where like my mini fridges and like my desk, it was like just right there. And like, I didn't see anything there, but I felt something there. And like, it was so weird because it was just like, and it, I felt a presence, but it didn't feel like the presence of the Lord. It felt like everything that was not godly. It felt like the presence of fear. It felt like the presence of anxiety. It felt like the presence of worry. It felt like the presence of just like all these negative like things all balled up into one. And I really felt like that was a demon in my room. I'm not even joking with y'all. And this is crazy because Monday I felt like I had so much like spiritual stuff happening. Like this normally does not happen where like I feel led by the Holy Spirit to pray for somebody that I don't know and go talk to them. And I don't normally feel like the presence of like demons in my room, but I kid you not, that's exactly what I felt. And so I'm standing here, I'm sitting in my bed and I'm like, I feel something and I couldn't go to sleep until I prayed about it. And so I was like casting the demon out and I was like, everybody who up in here, who not supposed to be here, cast them out. And I asked the Lord to encamp angels around my room, around my apartment, around this apartment complex. I was just praying over everything, bro. And I kid you not, the amount of peace that I had that night as I fell asleep was insane. It was literally insane. And I feel like that was the most spiritual day I've ever had. Like it was literally a spiritual battle. That was, I feel like that's the first spiritual battle I've ever actually faced because that earlier that day, I saw like the, 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 
the goodness of like the spiritual world like you know how the spiritual world has like good and evil because it's like spiritual world has like god and like satan so like i felt the spiritual goodness of like praying for people conversating with people being encouraged being emboldened all that stuff like that by the spirit and then i felt like that evilness of the spirit of like just that wickedness and that disgustingness and all of that later on that night and i feel like that's that tug of war that's constantly going on those polar opposites you know what i mean and so that was just interesting because i've never experienced that either and so anywho I like was praying. I was pleading the blood of Jesus. I was like, Mm-mm, y'all gonna have to get up out of here because we are not going to be sitting here afraid again, going back to that same old stuff, picking that up again, because that's not going to happen. And I remember being very bold as a little girl. Like I remember being very fearless and like not afraid of anything or anyone, probably too much for my own good. But <laughs> I will say it was in a state of like childishness and immaturity. And so I feel like God is taking me back to that same boldness, back to that same, like being very like, cause I, and I'm finding this too, like I am being very like kind again, like being very loving again, where I'm like going out of my way for people and just like doing things that I would have normally done when I was like younger that I had stopped doing because of either trying to be like the people I was around or because I wasn't being loving because I started developing this callus over my heart. And I feel like that callus is starting to like break apart and I'm starting to be very loving again and very giving and like kind of just like helping the people all around me and not really feeling like, oh my gosh, like I really, people always asking me to do whatever, whatever. Like I'm finding myself doing that again and doing it in a in a manageable way though. I find myself not cuz before I w- I used to exhaust myself giving myself to so many people and all this stuff like that. I had felt I felt like I had so much love to give and so much stuff I wanted to give people and I would just give 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 and never receive. And now I'm finding that like I'm learning how to balance between the two, how to balance between giving and being compassionate and being loving but also maintaining those boundaries and maintaining the energy and time that I need for the things that I need to do. And so I'm finding that likewise with fearlessness, I'm starting to be bold once again. Like I'm starting to like really like not take crap from myself because that's the biggest thing is no one is sitting here telling me, Hannah, you can't do this. Hannah, your ideas, blah, 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 blah. They might have like little doubts or like a little this or a little that, but no one's really sitting out here outright telling me, Hannah, whatever, whatever. This is all because of me. This is all because it's all, all in my mind where I'm like, oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. It's like a confidence thing. And I'm starting to find now that like I'm being more encouraged. I'm, I'm, I find my self-esteem is increasing right now. And I'm really excited for that. I'm really excited to see where that goes because I want it to increase in a godly way, not in a way where I see myself as more important than other people, but where I see myself as like valid like I see that I am able to do what I need to do and I can do what I need to do and all that stuff like that and so it's just so interesting because like I have not felt this way since I was a kid and like when I was a kid like I was I was bold and I was just really defiant for no reason um like it would just be the smallest things that I would be defiant about but now I'm finding that like I genuinely enjoy being defiant because people always think that they know what to do or you you sometimes I feel like I think that people know what they like I think that people um sometimes I think that people because they're doing things a certain way that they just know what's best and I'm gonna follow them but a lot of times I'm finding people really don't actually know what's best like none of us know what's best and people are just following other people and so rather than just like following people blindly 
I feel like I should just start like thinking like, is this something that I actually need to follow people blindly on? Or like, can I make my own decision for this? Um, and so it's just interesting to like see that. Like I'm even noticing decisions that I'm making now out as a result of those decisions being made by my parents. And it's not like I'm like being rebellious, but I'm starting to question like, okay, well, why do they think like this? Because just because they think like that doesn't mean I have to think like that. And before I would just blindly be like, oh, whatever they say, like, that's what I'm just going to keep doing. But as I'm becoming an adult, I'm finding that like, there's a lot of certain things that my family did that ingrained in me that I start making those decisions now. And I'm like, wait, why do we do this? Like, for example, fabric softener. Why do we buy fabric softener? Like all of my roommates don't use fabric softener. And when they, they were like, oh, you use fabric softener? Just asking the question. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, they were like, why? Well, like, what does it serve a purpose for? And I was like, I couldn't even tell you. I mean, I, I just, it just softens the fabric, I guess. I, I really don't even know. And um, it just made me think like, spending five extra dollars on fabric softener is it worth it and it was interesting and it's like i still use it but <laughs> but it's just it, it evoked a question in me of like why do we use it what's the importance of it and so i'm finding that i'm also finding that i really enjoy asking questions like even if the questions go unanswered even if i don't sit and deliberate on every question like i just enjoy asking questions like i enjoy asking questions and receiving answers and so that's something that I've been doing a lot recently too. Like I have a journal and in, on one page of my journal, it's literally just questions I have. Like I just write down every question that I have or that I'm thinking about. And hopefully one day I'll go back and I'll look at it and I'll see what's going on over there. But I just keep writing down questions till I, till I feel like going back and looking at it. And so that was basically Monday and Monday night, which was an interesting day. I would like never experienced a day like that before. And so that was just so fascinating to see that the day that I say, Lord, let me do your business, all these random things start happening. <laughs> and I'm like, what is going on? And so on Tuesday, I did the same thing because now I'm getting in this thing where I'm like, God, when I'm waking up in the morning, I'm like, God, let me do your business today. Like, I know I have a list of things that I want to do, God. And I forgot to pray that this morning, but I'm going to pray that right now. Lord, what is your business for me today, God? Because I know I have a list of things that I can do. I have a list of things that I want to do, but I want to know what is your business for me today? What is your business for me? In Jesus' name I pray, amen. But yeah, I like was praying that on Tuesday, right? And so Tuesday I get up and I start praying for my Bible study girls because that's the day that I choose to pray for, for my Bible study girls and all that. And so I get up and I pray for them and I pray that God like, you know, directs me throughout the day and shows me what I need to do. I get to class, right? I get to my math class. My professor is all over the place. He is literally jumping off the wall. Like he is literally doing so much. And so I'm sitting there, I'm just doing my homework. And because I had that little like sheet that I made and I like organized everything into like what needs to be done each day, I call it my daily plan because I organized it into like what needs to be done each day. I like saw clearly what I needed to do. And so I just went through and I did everything that I saw that I needed to do. And I like got so much work done. I felt so productive after leaving that class, even though, excuse me, he was doing the most. I felt so productive because I was like, oh my gosh, like I really got a lot done. And then I went to my STEM class and oh my gosh, my STEM class is such a refreshment because my professor actually like does what he's supposed to. <laughs> like it's so crazy, but like, I kid you not, every professor I have this year for some reason, they're just so unclear and you really have to beg and plead and ask all these questions to find out the answers to stuff that they, I feel like they should have told us like from the beginning. And so 
all my like this is this is where I'm going on the rant about the professors and I've been ranting about them for like you know since yesterday but this is like the last and final rant and I know that they're trying their best and you know burnout is real being tired is real being adults who have other things in your life is real like I completely understand that that is understandable but I feel like my professors in this last year like fall 2020 spring 2021 and then summer 2021 as well I feel like all of them they were just on a different caliber like they just really they were so clear with everything they just set the expectations really really high and so every class that you went in you knew what the expectations were if there was an assignment it was very clear and detailed they would let you know ahead of time when things were coming up so you didn't have to worry and stress you could plan ahead you can make sure that you were secure for everything and now my professors they feel like they just scraping the bottom of the scraping the bottom of the barrel like it just feels like ooh, like get it together i don't know what's going on <laughs> but get it together and so part of me wants to be compassionate and be like i get it like because like it's actually rough especially if this is not something that you really actually want to do because some of these professors actually got thrown into it kind of kind of thing like not really thrown into it but like and this is what i was talking with my mom yesterday and she was like you also have to remember that they're getting paid for this first of all <laughs> if you're getting paid for something you need to do your job well um especially if that's the expectation that you do your job well then like what's going on if you're getting paid for this like it's not like they're volunteering like i would understand if they were volunteering giving their time and their energy and like I would be a little bit more lenient but if you're getting paid for this or this is a part of your degree program and you're getting paid for this like what's going on what's going on we need to figure it out because apparently what you got going on is not working and so my professors other than my one professor that I had yesterday they're all over the place they just everything's up in the air expectations not laid out I feel like there's not a lot of community building either. Like last year, we had so much community building. All the teachers were very big on like building community and like getting to know one another, but also like getting, and so it motivated me to get the work done and like be very passionate and stuff like that. And now I'm finding that like everybody's finding such a difficulty with these teachers because we haven't gotten to actually know like one another. And so it's just interesting. And um, it feels like each week the professors will like throw out something random like, oh, yeah, you also have to do this. And we're like, oh, <laughs> wait a second. When did you say we we're supposed to do that? And so it's just fascinating to like see the different dynamics from last year to this year. And so I went to my second class yesterday on Tuesday and uh, my professor and I have to go really quickly because I'm like, I'm just blabbering over here. But like, I actually have stuff to do today. Um, <laughs> so my professor, he like oh, I love him so much so we get to class right this is my second class not my first class my first class he's all over the place but at least I can do my work in his class so it's fine um but my second professor he like oh, I love him so much so we get into class he has an agenda every week that he puts on the board of like what we're doing for that day he goes through and everything is just listed out so clearly you know what to expect when you get in his classroom you know what's gonna happen when you get in his classroom like you know that when you get there it's gonna be a good time and it's gonna be purposeful it's not just random stuff thrown together at the last minute or oh let's jump to this oh let's jump to that oh let's jump to this like you know what to do and so I just love his class so much and I literally told him yesterday I was like at first it was coming from a little bit of a passive aggressive like moment but then I turned it mid-sentence to like a genuine 
like admiration for him because at first I was like you know what like professor I'm really grateful for you because you are so organized and on top of it and at first it was like very passive aggressive like trying to like be like like dissing my other professors because I was like genuinely mad at, at like upset about the fact that like they just like are all over the place but then I was like wait why am I talking about like why am I talking like this to him like let me just be genuine about it and so mid-sentence I changed it and I was like actually genuine and I was like I really do appreciate it though like I appreciate how you like change because he told us earlier that he had changed what he was going to do to better fit us and like stuff like that and he was like yeah and like I was like you know what I appreciate it like I appreciate coming in here and having an agenda on the board and I thank you so much for your dedication and your hard work and everything that you do is so intentional and da 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 and he was like oh thank you so much for like sharing that and stuff like that and I was like yeah because you deserve to be applauded for the good stuff you're doing because I didn't even recognize that like that I felt like that was the expectation because like all my other professors had done that but when I got here I said oh <laughs> I said I don't know what happened but apparently that's not the expectation and so it was just interesting but then after that I went home and I took a nap he actually let us out of class early so I had enough time to like take a nap and then I got up and I did some more homework and I felt really productive yesterday because I got a lot of work done um, but then I kind of had to like stop in the middle of it and um, come back to some of it later because I had to go to Bible study and here's where the story gets interesting so I decided to go to Bible study because I had to leave Bible study yesterday and so I was wearing, I was wearing my Crocs right and I don't know what it is about me wearing my Crocs but every time I wear my Crocs it always rains and so I might have to stop wearing them because it's always raining when I'm wearing my Crocs and then my feet get completely soaking wet. And so I was like, I put on my Crocs and I walk outside and bam, it's raining. And so I get in my car, I'm driving over. And at first I was like, ooh, like this is not a good omen because I already wasn't feeling like going. But then I was just like, ah, like I have to go because I'm leaving it tonight and all that stuff like that. Um, and so then I was like, going and all that stuff like that and like this is a whole debate for me right now it's like am I still going to want to be an apprentice leader or do I need to kind of like slow down and like minimize the amount of responsibilities that I have which is something I'm still thinking about um because like I feel like right now the benefits of being an apprentice leader are not outweighing the uh, cons of being one like the cons being that I'm I'm running out of time and I'm running out of energy and I'm having to stay out late and I'm having to do meet these meetings and stuff like that and it's just like being a lot on me right now especially with the amount of things that I'm required to do as far as my internship and I feel like when people hear teaching they don't really think of it as like a something that's really like rigorous but it actually really is if you want to be a good teacher you can slide by but I'm a person who wants to be good at what I do and so therefore I do a lot of research and I do a lot of data collection and I want my stuff to look organized and I do take the time to sit out and think about everything that I do before I do them and I take the time when I'm doing lesson plans to go and see like how does this connect to this and all that stuff like that and so that takes a lot of time especially when you have to create a lesson plan not just around a concept but then you have to match it to fit each individual student's needs you have to match it to fit the ELL student needs so you have to go and look up ELL strategies and you have to make sure that your strategies are compatible with your lesson and you have to go in and look at ESC strategies for people who have disabilities and learning disabilities you have to make sure that everything matches up with that and you give them the proper accommodations and then you have to make sure that what you're doing aligns with your assessment and that your objectives are connected to your assessment and that so it's like a lot that goes into it so for me I want to make sure I'm doing the best that I can do some people might be able to just go and, and kind of slide by and just do the bare minimum 
But for me, I like to do it and make sure that I'm being intentional about it. And then not only that, but I like to make it engaging for my students. And so I really do sit here and deliberate and take time to brainstorm. What is it that I want to do to make it the most engaging that I can and to make it the most genuine experience that I can? And so there's a lot that goes into teaching every day. And so for me to have all of that going on, it just feels like a lot to carry. But anywho, so I went to Bible study and it's so funny because it was raining. And so I'm walking out of the parking lot into the MSC building um, and I'm walking and my shoes are getting soaked. Like I'm stepping in puddle after puddle. It's pouring down. Rain is coming from all directions, all this stuff like that. I walk in the building and I'm wiping my shoes off and there's two dudes standing on the right of me. Right. And there's like a couple of other people around and they're all looking outside like they want to go outside. But like they saw the rain. And so they're kind of waiting and like, ooh. And so the guy was like, oh, should I risk it? And I was like, I was like, you should risk it if you want to get your feet soaked. And he was like, oh, like, can I borrow your umbrella? <laughs> this is where the story gets weird. My man asks me to borrow my umbrella and I stand there and I say, because I didn't want to outright say no. I didn't want to be rude. But then at the same time, I'm sitting here like, this is my umbrella. <laughs> like, why are you asking me for my umbrella? And so, anywho, he was like, can I borrow your umbrella? And I was like, um, and then he was like, here, I'll like, I'll give you my water bottle. So like, you can hold on to my water bottle and I'll bring your umbrella back. And I was like, oh, and he was like, I'll give you my wallet. And I was like, he was like, wait, no, I need my wallet to drive. And so I said, he was like, but here's my water bottle. Like you can hold on to my water bottle and you know, I'll come back and get it. And I was like, um, and he was like, um, I'm going to my house to get something to eat and I'll be back in like 30 minutes, maybe an hour. Um, like, will you be here still? And I was like, yeah, I'll still be here. I have Bible study, so I'll be here. And he was like, okay. And then, so he gives me his water bottle and I give him my umbrella. And then he's like, here, give me your number. So I give him my number and he calls me and I didn't feel my phone buzzing because my phone was on silent. And so it didn't go through. And so then I pull up my phone and I was like, okay, I got your number. Cool. So then I go up to Bible study. I'm finding a space. All of a sudden I feel my leg buzzing twice. I feel my leg buzzing twice. The first time I ignored it. The second time I ignored it as well because we were mid Bible study. And so then I like texted him like very quickly. And I was like, hey, like I'm in Bible study right now. I'm on the third floor of the MSC near room 3600. If you want to like come and bring me my umbrella. And so then he comes, him and his friend come. And it's so funny because like they're walking in and they like stop, like hesitate for a little bit because they see that we're mid Bible study. I was like, oh, hi, like here's your water bottle. And he gave me my umbrella and he was like, oh, like, I hope you guys are enjoying your Bible study. And I was like, yeah, we are. And he was like, you know, uh, we have Bible study at 730 if you want to come. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. I'll, I'll look into it. And so <laughs> so then afterward, I was telling them, they were like, how did he know that we were in Bible study? And I was like, oh, I had to like text him really quickly. So I was telling him that we were in Bible study. And they were like, oh, OK. And then all of the girls in my Bible study were like, ooh, I think he likes you. Da, 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 da. And I said, Moving on to the next question and I moved on to the next part of the study that we were doing and I asked the next question because I was like not gonna sit here and entertain it but then in my mind I did entertain it and I like it's funny when people do that but I also hate when they do that because it actually gets me on a tangent of like because I didn't even think anything of the situation until they said oh I think he likes you and so then I was like oh now I gotta think about it because people think I like it and I need to get out of that but also I need people to stop saying stuff like that because like that, that I feel like that's so dangerous to us as girls like I get it it's funny for the moment but it causes so much pain later on because then you have to like sit through and like work backwards to like stop fantasizing about the situation and so it's just a whole thing and so yeah but then afterward I'm walking back down and like I see him and his bible study are over and so then I like look over and like we make eye contact and I just keep walking because I'm like okay if it's already over and I gotta get home because I gotta finish this thing that I'm working on and so then 
as I'm getting in the car and then I'm like, okay, so I'm, I'm, instead of going out the normal way that I go out, I went through the parking garage because the normal way that I go out, you can't turn left. You can only turn right. And then you have to go all the way down, make a U-turn and then come all the way back just to get to the right road that you need to get to. So I went through the parking garage so that I could turn left because there's a light when you go through like the parking garage and toward the exit of the parking garage. So I went that way. And as I'm pulling up into the parking garage, I see him once again. And it was just so awkward. I was like, Ooh. it was really awkward, but it was like just interesting. And so then, yeah, that was pretty much the whole story <laughs> I was like, yo, what is going on? Like these days, this week has just been such an interesting week. There's been so many stories that just are fascinating. And I'm like, what is going on? Life with God is never boring. I can tell you that life with God is never boring. Um, But yeah, and I've been finding that I'm also very giving recently too. Like I used to not want to like give like the stuff that I would work on to people. But now I like share all my files. Like I was working that, that one time when I was in class. And I was doing all my work and while my teacher was running up and down the walls. Um, <laughs> it's funny because he doesn't even run up and down the walls. But it's just, <laughs> I can actually picture him doing something like that. So that's what makes it more funny. Is like, that's not actually what he's doing. But I literally could picture him doing something like that. But I was doing my work. And then I went to my like big document that I work from. That I like see all my to-do lists and stuff from. And one girl was like, oh my gosh, like that's huge. And I was like, yeah. And I told her like, this is what I do and stuff like that. She was like, oh my gosh, that's such a great idea. And I was like, yeah, do you want me to send it to you? And I like sent it over to her. I put it in viewing so she can't edit it, but she could make a copy of it if she wanted it. And then today my group and I, we were talking and like, I have this way of like organizing all the assessment data that I've been using for my student. Cause we each have to like pick a student, give all these assessments, find objectives, and then start tutoring them. And so I was like all over the place the other day. And so this week, I was like, we're really organizing everything because I cannot go through that like, ooh, everything feels so heavy right now type of day again. And so I like went through and I like organized all of the assessments that I've given her and like I put it in a pretty way and I like made all these graphs and tables and charts and notes and all this stuff like that. And so then I was telling them about it and I sent it to them and they were like, oh, this looks great. And I was like, listen, y'all, I just be doing what I need to do because this is what helps me because when I'm looking at stuff, I don't want to just look at chicken scratch all over the place. I want to be able to look at something that looks aesthetically pleasing, that is kind to my eyes and that I can look at this and say, oh, this is what this is. This is what I need to do. You know what I mean? I like it easier on myself. And so that was, that was, yeah, I'm just finding that I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, what was the next thing that I want to talk about? This week has been a fascinating week though. It really has been. So that was the conversation with the water bottle person. I don't even remember his name, but apparently he remembers my name because he came up and got my umbrella again. And then he was like, I mean, he came up and gave me um, my my umbrella back. And he was like, thank you, Hannah. And then he was like, oh, do you want? He kept saying my name. And I was like, okay, I don't even remember your name. I'll be honest. I think it started with a C, but I don't remember. Um, And so, yeah, this week I'm just feeling... A renewed sense of fearlessness and boldness. I'm feeling a renewed sense of passion this week. Um, and I'm also feeling a renewed sense of like compassion too. Like I'm finding that I'm very like compassionate toward people and like loving and like really wanting to help people um, to the best of my ability. And I'm also finding that like I'm learning what works best for me. And then also I'm learning like excuse me I'm learning just like how to be more like being more giving because that's the thing is like 
and I, I remember watching this video um, by King, no, by Karen with two R's. King Cora is her YouTube channel. But like, I remember watching her video and like, she was talking about how she feels like she's getting back to like how she was in high school, where she was like very bubbly and very friendly and very loving. And I feel like that's how I was when I was in high school too. Like when I was in ninth and 10th grade, I was like very bubbly, very engaging, very loving. I would always be like talking with my teachers, especially ones that I could roast. I would be roasting my teachers. I would be like, like very giving and like always like sharing with people and like caring for people. And I was very compassionate and I would just meet random people and really love on them the best that I could. Like I remember meeting this random guy and like talking with him every day at lunch. And then I remember like, like giving him because I remember him mentioning that he had a little brother and it was like Halloween and so I gave him this like bag of candy that I had left over from my Halloween trick-or-treating and I remember that he was still like cough like it was during the time like that he was like a little bit sick he had like a little cold or whatever he kept coughing and so I put some cough drops in there too and I wrote like a little sticky note and even though like nothing ever happened after that like I, we stopped being like we stopped talking I never really saw him again but like just doing stuff like that like I like miss doing stuff like that because I used to do that all the time and now I'm like then I just started getting into this state of like not really being loving and like my heart was really just hardened because I felt like I had gotten hurt by so many people I didn't have enough boundaries set up and so now that I've learned how to set up boundaries I can love people better which I'm really loving and um I'm just finding that I really have a passion for what I do. Like, I really have a passion for loving people. I really have a passion for going out of my way for people. And I really have a passion for, like, even doing the assignments that I'm doing right now. I literally love them. Like, it is a lot of work sometimes, and sometimes it does feel overwhelming. But I actually genuinely love what I do. I love sitting there and analyzing data and coming up with objectives to work with my students. I love sitting there and thinking of new and fun ways to get them engaged. It was so funny because last week, so basically, the kids have trouble walking in the hallway quietly right and so like basically the teachers as they're walking in the hallway will have to constantly turn around and be like so and so stop doing this stop talking stop moving like whatever whatever and they would like constantly be nagging at the kids and me I'm finding that I don't really like that style of teaching of like constantly telling people what to do because I don't like when people constantly tell me what to do. Like if you're sitting there and every move I make, you're telling me stop, 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 stop. I'm gonna be like, shut up. Who are you? Like, <laughs> and I feel like that's how the kids are sometimes. Like they don't say it to that extent, but like, I feel like that's what they be thinking sometimes. Like, shut up. Who are you? Like, I feel like I'm always being bossed around and I don't like that. And so whenever like I can, I try to like, not do that and so I had to walk the kids to specialist by myself one day and so I told them I was like all right we're gonna play a game because I didn't want to have to tell them stop this stop that stop whatever and also I don't have that type of authority in the classroom because I'm not really like I'm seen as a teacher but I'm not really seen as like the teacher yet you know because like my teacher who I work with is their teacher she's with them every day but then I come in on Thursdays and Fridays and they like know that I'm the teacher but they also know that I'm learning to be the teacher so I felt like that I felt like they were going to do something there I felt like they was going to take advantage of me so I said no <laughs> and so I feel like the Holy Spirit like gave me this idea to play this game while we were walking in the hallway and so I told them I said hey all right we're going to play a game while we're walking in the hallway and I need you to follow my hand motions but in order for us to play this game you have to be quiet you cannot say anything so as we're walking we're walking we're walking 
and I have my hands like right next to my face, like not right next to my face, but like right by my face. And as I have my hands up, I'm like doing these different finger motions. So I'm like doing numbers. I'm doing like a wave with my hand. I'm doing a fist. I'm doing a high five. I'm like doing different like little hand gestures just with this one hand. And they were like all following me in the hallway, but they were so quiet. I did not have to say a thing to any student at all. Even the students who be acting up 24 seven, I didn't have to say anything to them. I look behind me, everybody's following the hand motions. I look behind me, everybody's quiet. I was like, what in the world? Like it was like a whole new class, bro. I was like, who are these kids and what are they doing in this line? Because they were so quiet. And then we get to the end of specials and I was so proud of them. I gave everybody double high fives because I was like, y'all are doing great. And I feel like it just takes stuff like that. Like it's the smallest things, but like if it makes it easier on you, it just makes it easier on you. And like all I was doing was standing up there just doing different hand motions. And I kept doing the same ones multiple times, but it's just the fact that they had to keep up with what I was doing. They were so preoccupied. They didn't have no time to talk and whatever. And like, I feel like I like to make things fun because it's more enjoyable for me. But also I feel like that actually helps the kids because then they have something that they're able to be entertained by as opposed to entertaining themselves. Cause that's one thing about kids is like, if you don't entertain them, they will entertain themselves. Like they will find a way, <laughs> they will find a way to entertain themselves, whether you there or not. And so why not have them be entertained by what I want them to do so that way, indirectly, I'm telling them what to do because rather than standing there and constantly nagging at them, I'm telling them what to do by what I'm entertaining them with. And so they don't even know that I'm the one in charge still. I mean, they know that I'm the one in charge still, but like they don't even know that I'm dictating their actions based on this game because in order for them to play, they have to be quiet. So I'm technically like setting, I'm setting the terms, I'm setting the rules, but they're having fun. And so that's all that matters. And that's pretty much, pretty much everything that's been going on thus far. Today is Wednesday. So it's a good day. I feel like this week has been such a blessing. It's, it's been such a blessing thus far. And part of me wanted to like, not even like enjoy I wanted to be like oh like this week is great but like something bad is about to happen but I was like you know what on the days where it's great enjoy it like just if it's a great day enjoy that great day some days are gonna be hard days some days are gonna be rough days some days might even be bad days but the thing is is first of all God is bigger than any bad day he's bigger than any rough day and second of all if it's a rough day just like enjoy that rough day for what it is like if it's going to be a rough day just enjoy the fact that it's a rough day but when good days come enjoy the fact that it's a good day and God is bigger than anything so like just enjoy life and that's how I'm feeling today and I know I'm not going to feel like this every day but that's how I'm feeling today and it feels good and I think that's great um and so yeah that's pretty much everything that's all I had to say <laughs> I feel like I talked a lot I really did I really did I really did but yeah. Oh, and then, okay. So like with the whole professors thing, like everyone in my cohort has been literally like with me on this too, of like dragging and being like, Oh my gosh, like these professors don't know what they doing. They doing a lot. Yada, yada, Susan. And so we're like, people have been complaining all week and da, 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 da. And so then after we had a class, after we had our first class on Tuesday and our second class, everyone was talking about it again. And I was like, you know what? I said, things are going to turn around for our good like I believe that things are going to be better I believe that we're going to take initiative and we're going to do what needs to be done and things are going to be great like it's not going to be perfect but I think things are going to get better and honestly I really do believe that and it has actually been getting better because I've been taking the initiative to ask the questions that they're not being clear on and to be like hey let me know this 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 and this so I can make sure I'm doing what I need to do and I think that's just cool anywho that's everything 
I'm done. I'm <laughs> I'm tired now from talking. Dang, I talked for an hour. Wow. Okay, well, grace and peace to you all. And until next time, adios, hasta luego, hasta mañana, um, hasta pronto. Um, that's all I got. I don't know anything else. Anywho, goodbye. <laughs>